0: Hello everybody, welcome to our podcast, Gita A Mantra for Success. Today we'll cover chapter 10. This chapter is known as Vibhuti Yoga. From chapters 7 to 9,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Krishna explains the concept of Brahmanda, which is you know the universe, the truth, or Ishvara, using its nirguna aspects. Mm-hmm. Nirguna aspects basically means characteristics without any attributes or manifestations mm-hmm. that which doesn't have a form mm. so Krishna has been talking about finding this Atman or the self which is true knowledge mm-hmm. right but what is the self mm. for an ordinary person this could be very confusing mm. so in this chapter Krishna basically tries to cover the same concept in an easier to comprehend way okay so let's start on this chapter. Uh, we'll move on to chapter 10. Go on Deep.
1: Okay, uh, so as you said this chapter is called Vibhuti Yoga. Mm-hmm. Vibhuti means the forms are manifestations. So in stunning terms, in this chapter, Krishna describes himself as the God, the mighty God. And uh, he gives a list of his limitless forms that continues through a lot of verses in mm. this chapter to illustrate that he is at the core of all living creatures or all, li- all things. Mm. Mm. So in the first of these verses, Krishna reminds that one of his manifestations Is the self, yes. Mm -hmm. So the self or soul of each being is ultimately Krishna. Okay. So that means that Krishna is manifest in all beings. That's what he tries to tell Mm him. And he says, and I'm going to read these lines today. Okay, go on. So he says, I am the self residing in the hearts of all beings. And I am the beginning and the middle as also the end of all beings. Okay. And now he tries to describe who he is. Among all the Adityas, I am Vishnu. Among all the luminaries, I am the sun. Mm. Among all the stars, I am the moon. Among all the organs, I am the mind. Mm. And among the words, I am Om. And among the rituals, I am the ritual of Japa. Mm-hmm. Okay? So and so on, he, he goes on. So Krishna also describes himself as both the positive and negative attributes of the universe. Uh, Both pleasure and pain, Mm -hmm. courage and fear. He pretty much says there is nothing moving or non-moving in this Brahmanda or in this universe which can exist without me. And so he concludes this Mm -hmm. chapter by saying, my divine manifestations are infinite. Mm -hmm. I just told you a few of them. Know that whatever is glorious or prosperous or powerful, it is the manifestation of a fraction of hmm. my divine manifestation. With a fraction of my divine power, I support this whole universe. Hmm. So that's what this chapter says. What's your take? Yeah,
0: okay, hmm. that makes sense actually. That's just how I really? see it. Wow, interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So He's just trying to give characteristics to the Brahmanda or the universe or the the truth.
1: Hmm.
0: Right. Hmm. So we can define God as all of existence, Mm -hmm. the entirety of the universe Mm -hmm. or reality itself. So it could be from the smallest atom to Hmm. the largest universe. That's it's all the same thing,
1: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm.
0: God is the whole thing together. Okay. You're just calling it God, you can call it universe, you can call it truth. Mm. So in one word, God is nature. Nature doesn't mean just that trees and rocks and shrubs. Yeah, yeah. In this case, nature means everything around you, okay. including you.
1: Including myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. So
0: the entire system, the universe in which we live, mm. uh, around us, everywhere. Mm. That's exactly what he's defining. Mm-hmm. He's also saying he's omnipresent, meaning... I'm everywhere at the same time. Mm. So that's what again, going back to either you can take it as the smallest particle in the world, mm. like an atom, mm-hmm. or you can take the whole universe. It is present everywhere all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So if Krishna is a person, it is hard to understand how he can be omnipresent. So, mm. But if he's defining the universe, mm. then it suddenly makes sense and it is obvious, even necessarily true, that he or the truth is omnipresent. He's the universe. He's the truth.
1: I think he's just giving a... Correct. To the concept of Brahmanda a universe in this chapter. Everything.
0: You can't separate yourself from the universe. Mm. So there is some kind of remarkable connection between the whole thing and you as part of it. Mm -hmm. So think of it as a big jigsaw puzzle and you're one piece. Mm. Billions of pieces, you're one piece. Mm. The universe is incomplete without that one piece. Very interesting. But you are also part of that. Big piece. So, what I basically think is Mm. in the starting few chapters, Mm. Krishna gave you many options, right? Mm. He started by talking about karma yoga, which is he tried to give you actions, Mm. then he tried to give you uh, knowledge, Mm. which is uh, jnana yoga, Mm. then he tried to give you meditation, which is dhyana yoga, Mm. and he's trying to tell you that you are part of the universe and there is a connection between you Mm. and the universe. Mm. And since you know, lot of people couldn't understand it especially in this term Arjuna still has questions. Mm -hmm. He is now giving a persona to this Brahmanda or the universe Mm. by taking himself and you know making it simpler to understand. Yeah. So now let's move on Mm -hmm. and talk about Viveka. Mm. Viveka can be translated as right understanding or discrimination or discriminating knowledge. Mm -hmm. Basically it is the ability to differentiate between real And unreal. If you think that some expensive golden statue of Krishna in some temple is God Mm. and you will find Krishna in that statue well then I think this is exactly the opposite of what Krishna has been trying to say in all of the Gita. Okay. But if you think Krishna is within you, he is the self, Mm. Krishna is the universe, Krishna is the truth. Mm. You think you're part of the universe. Mm. So is everyone else. And you should have immense love and respect for every part of the universe, which includes plants, trees, people, and then you found God or you're part of the universe. That is the true sense of what Krishna is trying to say.
1: Yes. And I think not all are born with Viveka. Mm. Not everyone has ability to discriminate between what is real and what is unreal. Mm. And I think Krishna understands that part. And I think that is the reason why he gave the persona To the concept of brahmanda he found some reasons behind his creation of the concept of god Mm. for example motivation Mm. after all you know god is the ultimate form of goodness right he represents what is good noble and holy for human beings okay and hope anybody's any person's belief in god gives them hope that at least before god They are equal with the rest of the world because here Krishna as God is telling all of you are equal Mm -hmm. to me and that gives that hope Mm -hmm. to people, right? So in general, I think Krishna as a character of God, this very loving God, I think he as that character has managed to teach us many values and managed to give us a lot of lessons.
0: It's not only God, Mm. science also teaches us the same values. But uh, let's go back to uh, Gita. Mm. Uh, Let me just repeat what I said before. So Krishna, before these chapters, this is chapter 10, Mm. few chapters, he started with different He Him describing himself as God was actually the last option. Mm. He starts with Karma Yoga. Yes. Right. Then he moves on to Jnana Yoga. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Then Dhyana Yoga, Mm. meditation. And then finally, he moves to Bhakti Yoga. Mm. And then after trying so hard and for many chapters Mm -hmm. and Arjuna still having questions and most people still having questions, he's forced to give the universe a persona as the last resort.
1: That's your take. That's my take. Mm.
0: That's why it's later. If Mm -hmm. not, he would have started with that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. And he said there were different paths. Pick what works for you. There's Mm -hmm. no right and wrong path. Pick what is right for you and don't judge the other people for choosing their own paths. Mm -hmm. Make your own path. I've given you four paths. Pick whatever you like. So, yes, this is vibhuti. It is all good to know that about the manifestation of God. Mm -hmm. But let me also share something that mm-hmm. Albert Einstein said, okay. uh, this is more scientific but uh, it aligns with exactly what uh, Krishna is saying. Okay. A human being is a part of the whole universe, mm-hmm. a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings as something separated from the rest. This delusion is a prison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by embracing all living creatures and the whole of nature. That's
1: exactly what Krishna is saying.
0: Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. And again, that ability to free ourselves from this prison or delusion is again Viveka. Mm. So focus on Viveka, which is the ability to discriminate between real and unreal. And I think you'll find peace and happiness. And I think that's what most people strive for. That's kind of all we have for this chapter. See you in chapter 11.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.